Yeah! See, a little bit better that time, Sleep. A little bit better. I had the follow-through. It was ready to go. How do you plan on observing? You were very diligent during Lent. You were very disciplined. Uh, that was leading up to Easter. Yeah. How do you plan on celebrating 420? I'm not sure yet. No? No, I'm not sure Home? Do you go? Do you go out? Do you, how, do, how do you do it? No, no going out. No. I, I couch, so. TV? Yeah, probably Fall couch, early. TV. So Dodgers are at noon. Mm-hmm. They're actually starting five minutes. Okay. Got all the playoff games later. Problem is you can't, like, start sitting on the couch at five. It's too nice. No, it's too nice outside right now. It is pretty nice, but I'm I'm more on Emily's side on this one. I I've been known to post up on that couch at five o'clock. Seven is the right time. That's it's better. It's better for your health. Because then you could actually kind of partake in outdoor activities, and then come inside and you still got three hours of doing nothing. Do you go outside? Do you go for a walk? Do you do it in your apartment, your house? What do you What are we talking about? Uh, Usually for a walk. Yeah, just kind of out and about. Yep. Join your afternoon. Yeah. Do you and your family enjoy so celebrate responsibly on this uh, very special day? Happy holidays to you and your family. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I want to take this call right here, Slee. This is kind of an interesting point on it as well. Let's go to Sonny in San Pedro. Sonny, you're on with Travis Slee. Hey, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, I, I just think he uh, Lakeup was also referring to the Clippers because they also have uh, mortgaged a lot of their young assets. Uh, for Kawhi and Paul George, and they've seen those guys injured most of their time there. Um, but my main point is THT. His three-year, $30 million contract is still very, very um, cheap for us if he just produces more. He has to give us more. And then he looks like Jordan Poole along with AD and LeBron. But he didn't look like that this year. Sonny, appreciate you calling in. Right, a couple things there, Trev. <laughs> um, they, they actually got – I don't like the comp with the Clippers because they got some young players. Terrence Mann's a nice player. Amir Coffey is a nice player. They actually they're, they're cropping some young players in the process of having Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard and Norman Powell and Robert Covington. So I, I don't I don't think that's apples to apples. The THT piece. But the idea of you traded away your future and you got a guy that's hurt all the time that could that applies to Paul George too. Yeah, but you got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, if you're really going to have a shot at an NBA championship, no, no, I'm not saying it's a bad deal, but I'm saying that the the I don't the look at fit. I don't look at their like the way they sit today, which by the way they have not won a chip, nor have they competed for a chip. <laughs> the way they sit today, I think is a little bit different. The THT piece of it, I don't know what you saw this year. You know what I saw? I'll tell you what I saw: a 21 year old basketball player that's trying to figure out his way in the league. It, yeah, that's what I saw. Look, at any time you say it's a good deal if he stops playing bad and plays good, it means it's a bad deal, right? It, it, when you say, "Hey, if he can get as good as one of the biggest surprises in the whole league mm-hmm. in Jordan Poole, then you're asking a whole lot. This year for THT felt like a severe regression that he he did not play the way that he needed to play, especially because when and look, you, you can't separate the two. The, the Lakers made an economic decision. We're only going to keep one of these guys. We're going to keep Caruso. We're going to keep THT. And they decide to keep THT. And Caruso has had if a If you could do it year. all over again. I, I don't think anybody wouldn't flip-flop it. No, no Laker fan would say we need a guy like Caruso more right. than we need a player like TC. You know the problem with Taylor Horn Tucker is? I, I think that contract put this expectation on a dude that it's not proper. I, I remember saying this in the offseason. Why do you think Taylor Horn Tucker – 
on a champion. You got to go in a championship a right now at age twenty-one. It's a thing. Only, that's only not the a Lakers good. Do this, but that's and, not a good thing. No, that's no, not I agree a good with expectation you. I, I agree with you, and it's and it's not anything the Lakers did. It's the thing that Laker fans do. They they think that anybody that puts on a Laker uniform is getting ready to be the next Michael Cooper, the next you know the the guy that is the Kuzma, K- Kuzma, Ball, yep. Ingram, all of these guys that okay, show up and show me right away. Sometimes you got to let this stuff bake a little bit. Sometimes it's got to take some time. And by the way, finding guys late in the draft doesn't, it usually means they're not going to be that guy. You're going to, once in a while, you're going to find somebody that works out pretty well for you. But just because they have a Laker uniform doesn't mean they're getting ready to be the third best player on a championship team. Look, I tell you something, it, it's not even, I don't fault Taylor Horn Tucker. No. I really don't. And, and the players that you just said, I don't fault Laker fans with the expectations. The problem is, this isn't a team that has no expectations, and you're asking a 21-year-old. If THT was around with Lonzo and with Ingram and with Julius Randle and Clarkson and all these guys, he would fit better there because he's 21, and the expectations are not to go in. He was on a team where you're expected to go win a championship and you're expected to produce, and you're the third highest, fourth highest paid player on the team behind LeBron, AD, and Russ. Here's the other reason, and going back to our, our, our caller right there a second ago, when he's saying, I think he was talking about the Clippers as much as he was talking about the Lakers. I don't think the Warriors sweat the Clippers too much. You know what I mean? I, and I don't even mean that like throw shade at the Clippers. There are The Warriors have popped into that category of most prestigious teams in the league. Right there's the Celtics, there's the Lakers, there are some of the, the Miami Heat. You know, are, are one of those teams that because Pat Riley because they won championships that wherever LeBron happens to be, Celtics aren't on there. The, they're getting closer because they're really good again this year. But, but, but historically, is what are. you're saying is in this small window yeah. in, that in this last, is a consistent last 10, franchise. Years, last okay. ten twelve years, the Warriors are one of those teams. The Clippers are not, and and they're they're looking at some of these other squads. They're not taking shots at the the, the and you can put the Phoenix Suns in there too. They're not looking at teams like that. They're, they're, they consider themselves one of the crown jewels of the league. Those other teams may have good seasons, yeah. but they're not. a guy like Joe Lake was not looking to throw shade at teams like that. I just don't think that's how he works. He's looking to shoot up, not down. I didn't think of the Clippers. Let's put it that way. When I read the quote, I wasn't thinking of the Clippers. I was thinking of the Lakers. It fits. He brings up a good point, saying that you traded away for an older player I guess you who's could, been hurt a long time. It work for both franchises. Yeah, it does. It's a, it's a twofer. Steve in La Habra, you're up next, Steve. What's going on? Hey, guys, you know, the reason why they got rid of Caruso and kept THT is because LeBron James and Clutch Sports said to. LeBron, that was a LeBron call, and it backfired. You know, LeBron, since I guess he saw you know him playing in high school, thought that he was a great player, and um, that's why he's there and not Caruso. And real thing real quick about booing um, Kenley, do you think when LeBron James goes to Cleveland or whatever team he goes to and he comes back to play the Lakers, will he get booed? I think he would. It's, it's a different comparison. It's an interesting question, Steve, but it's, well, it's, did it it's when a he went different to question. That was a, but he left point. under really weird yeah. circumstances. It no, awful circumstances. It, yeah, yeah. Just, just the most weird circumstances in the world. And when he comes back to L.A., the, the better comparison would be if Kobe Bryant had left to go somewhere else and he comes back. That's, that's a more apt comparison than a guy who played 16 years or it doesn't have to be Kobe. Else. it could be d fish it could be one of those guys that was with the franchise for a number of years was a Derek fisher's piece. not bad Derek fisher something like D- that Derek fisher's not yeah. bad and it's, it's, but somebody that came into the league as your guy yeah. developed as your guy one with the you lost with you as your successful guy. yep that yeah, D- Derek fisher's the right answer there all right so speaking of what steve said kenley jansen not by everybody not even by half the people 
but there were a few boos at Dodger Stadium last night. And I want, I want Dodger fans to try to explain it to me because I just deeply do not get it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You know when you go to a uh, Dodger game or Laker, they do it at Laker game. I think a little bit more Happy frequently than the Dodger you and your games. Family. Thank you, Alan. Um, you know when you get there and they have the T-shirt over the back of, of your chair, yeah. and it's like it's a giveaway. It's a promotional item. Yep. Usually um, take three or four around you before they get there <laughs> and walk away with nine shirts. I still have one of the. They did it at the Laker game. They still wear it occasionally. Um, but I came in this morning. And I'm walking down the hallway, and I walk by our colleague John Chin's office, yeah. the uh, man who runs a marathon I already know weekend. where you're going with this one. Did you see it on the back of his chair? Do you want the story behind it? Yeah. So cool. so there was an Ask Slee yeah. t-shirt over mm-hmm. the back of his chair, and I'm thinking, hey, maybe we're doing like a promotional thing. Everybody will have their Ask Slee t-shirts on today. I just took a look in his office, and it's gone. All right, here's what happened. You burned it. No. <laughs> I was walking down the hallways one day, minding my own business. John pulls me to the side like uh, we're about to do a drug deal. And he says, hey, uh, can you get me one of those Ask Slee shirts? I'm like, to be honest with you, it just has my name on it. I have zero to do with it, nor do I have any pool to go get one. Um, he's like, well, I'd really like one. I'm like, okay. Went over to Janice on the other side. Janice, um, let's keep this under the uh, radar. Got a white medium Ask Slee shirt. Yeah, I got you, Al. Got me one, put it on his chair. And then all of a sudden, he thought it was the greatest thing ever. And then he'll go run 38 miles tomorrow. <laughs> in his Ask Slee shirt. Yeah, He's a human shirt. billboard. Yep. He'll start in Arcadia. He'll mm-hmm. make his way through Monrovia, Glendora. Yep. He'll loop back down through Alhambra, come back through downtown, maybe go like through the west Com- side. He'll yep. be over in Beverly Hills. He'll go over the hill into the valley, hit Sherman Oaks, Up Woodland the Hills, and then the hell back goes. to Arcadia again. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll have the whole loop. We need the whole thing. We need everybody in this building to wear an Ask Slee shirt one day. And just kind of come them to do it. Sure, we can. We have bosses. They're, everybody's got a boss. We just need to get to the right boss at yeah, the but right we're time. We're not the boss. No, That's I know. The difference. I'm, I'm, I'm offering the bosses a good suggestion. I'm here to tell them that this would be good for morale, specifically yeah, but you mine. You can't say I'm here to tell them. You have to say, no, I'm guys, offering I have an idea. A very good idea that if they reject, they've made a colossal error on their part. <laughs> That's what I'm offering to them. Right? That's how these things go. You want to be the known as a person that didn't buy stock in Tesla early on? <laughs> that's right. That's your pitch. That's right. Yeah, th- that's, that's exactly what they're forfeiting. Um, did you see what happened at the Oakland A's game yesterday? And this is not an A's take, but just oh, yeah. a, I did see that. They, they had an announced attendance of just that a shade over 3,700 people. Okay. Is that real? Thirty-seven for you. Very real. Emily, you said you saw the pictures of it, right? Yes. You, th- you don't even think there were a thousand people. It there. does not look like there's probably thirty-seven. Is is generous? It was definitely could have been a thousand people. Like there's literally no one there. All right, let me read. I know that the this. A's don't have anybody on their team that makes a lot of money. I get Oakland it, but A's. how do you open up the ballpark and pay the concession workers and the ushers and the people in the parking lot? Never mind the players. Thirty-seven hundred people. That's – high school games get more than that certain 37, places. 3748, the lowest crowd count uh, at the Coliseum since 1980. It's also the smallest crowd at a major league game minus pandemic restrictions sure. since an announced 5,297 fans August 2019 Miami Marlins game. I'm actually surprised that there was one. I, I didn't even know that happened. 
you, I, you go to a Dodger game and you 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 just expect Dodge, the Dodgers are going to draw forty thousand on a Tuesday against the Pirates. They're just they're they're an outlier. They they get people there every night. But that is why are they not in Vegas tomorrow? Why why do we even have to wait? Could any of this have anything to do with? I mean, are they? Is there a reason behind this? They played is, another bad. It's no, major no, no, league but, baseball. But what, game. I'm, what I'm saying is, were they? taking a stand on the organization like was it something like that i think it's apathy or it's just literally just yeah right it's just There's literally so much better to do in oakland no i mean I, listen oakland has oakland represented when the golden state warriors were in oakland for how long those fans were there through the thick and the thin. I think the problem with the A's is they're not. Isn't aren't they having an issue with getting a stadium? The, and there's the rumors of them yeah, going but that's to Vegas. Thirty years in the making. This is not. And this is not a new thing. Just that number just blew me away. That's probably the amount of people. Thirty-seven, yeah, forty-eight. About to lose. They lost the Warriors, yeah. who are now in San Francisco. They lost Raiders, the Raiders. in Vegas. They're about to lose the A's. I feel for cities. I, I really they do. turned I out for the Raiders, too. I have one thing that's interesting. You saw this come up. Last night, the A's triple uh, A team, the Las Vegas Aviators, outdrew the MLB club. That's probably not the, good. The Vegas group had 5,607. Yeah, and for minor league baseball, it's pretty good. That, yeah. That's that's not a bad turnout for a minor it's league minor league team. for a reason. Exactly. It, but it's not going to be for long. They're going to get a major Damn. league team before you know it. Uh, roughly 3,700 people probably booing Kenley last night. Take take me through it. Freddie sorry. Freeman, two more, two run homer. That that's a good start. That's a good start. You know, I, Braves Dodgers right now two nothing in the first inning. I don't know if you guys follow baseball like I do, but Freddie Freeman is good. Freddie Freeman is a good baseball player who gets a lot of hits, who drives in runs, who hits for some power. If you can get your hands on a player like Freddie Freeman, you should, you should do probably it. do it. You should probably do it. That's uh, that's my yes. hot take baseball stuff sends it out at 12 15 12 20 on a on a wednesday a uh, happy 420 to you and your family <laughs> why did they boo kenley last night bellinger i don't know is he there <laughs> yeah, i'm sure he's there i'm sure he's there why, why did they, they kenley? i'll but, tell you why they booed a, a let small, me tell you why let me yep. just set it up a okay. small group it was not forty thousand people mm -hmm. it was a few people taylor was at the game and he said it was pretty loud in the section that you were in right taylor yeah not everybody was booing him but enough that you could hear it, right? Yeah, it wasn't right. one or yeah. two people. It was it was a, a fraction of the crowd. I'm not saying you're not rooting for him to give up hits. I'm not saying you're not rooting for him to ultimately give the game back to the Dodgers. What I don't understand is on the very first time he takes the field, after giving you 12 years, 350 saves, and his heart and soul is a Dodger, yeah. you're going to boo this guy because he happens to wear another uniform, didn't leave under bad terms. I, yeah, I don't is, understand. This is the issue I have with your argument. You said that if he's booed, you didn't like that it was his first time coming out, that, that you saw a problem with that. Yeah, I don't that, like it in, the in any time circumstances, coming out, but that's far worse. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, it's, it, it's worse. It, they're, they're both bad. But to me, the first time, you know what, what it is is, hey, I see you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. loved everything you did for us wish we could have gotten a few more i get it but now go out there and give up a few hits i'm not but a, they swing the gate open boo i'm not a boo for what i'm not a booer so it's not like uh maybe you boo at the end of the game after he closes it out maybe i don't, I don't know if that's a better way to do it uh maybe 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 right? i'm not a booer but I, i'm also not surprised or shocked that there are fans out there that say listen i we gave two nights ago they played yesterday. They played the night before. This is the final one. This is a rubber match in, in a 1-1 series. Mm -hmm. In the first game, he got his standing O. 
He got the, you know, they played on the Jumbotron, whatever. They played. It was nice. A nice tribute it was for, nice. for uh, Kenley Jansen. Yeah. I, I'm not, it doesn't surprise me or shock me that fans are like, Kenley, you're awesome, bro. You were amazing for us. Look at all these heart. Look at the the blood, sweat, and tears that you spent with the Dodgers. The ups, the downs. You were there through them all. You're now rocking an Atlanta Atlanta mm-hmm. um, uh, Atlanta Braves jersey. Yeah, you're on the other side, and you're coming in with a three-one lead, a chance to close it out. I'm with you. I'm, I'm not one to boo, but I, I guess it's just I, not I hear a what big you're saying. I, I'm not saying me. I wanted him to close the game. I'm saying that I have a great deal of respect for somebody that busted their ass for over 10 years. That was the greatest player this organization has ever had you at think that fans position. Look at it that way. I, I obviously not. Yeah, <laughs> obviously not. But they're wrong. They're they're wrong to look at this guy I, again. Who, if he goes to him, this is everybody does right. This is a guy. That saved 350 games for your team. You're going to boo that guy because the very first time he comes back, he's on a For what? Correct. For what? We had some callers call earlier, and they were given their justification. I think the justification is exactly what we thought. Well, you're not wearing this jersey anymore. It's over. What you did was so fine. Short-sided. I'll boo you if you were a Laker and now you're a Clipper or you're you were a Laker and then you're. It doesn't so matter what whatever the fans that, are. You're literally the argument that you're making. Yeah. That the fans are making. Mm-hmm. You're literally just cheering for the laundry. That's it. That if you wear my colors, you're my guy. But the second you put on something else, you are a mortal enemy of mine. I actually think it because was, this, it was this, more this, like that before. It's this, not It's not like that as often. Now you're actually cheering for a player. There are Laker fans today. That's what I mean. That were LeBron fans and just followed him over to the Lakers. I, I, I get it. But my, my point is with Kenley Jansen, this isn't some random anonymous. This, is, this was our guy mm-hmm. for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Give him a little respect. I'm not saying you don't want him to give up hits. I wanted Freddie Freeman last out of the game. Weird. The way that that was set yeah. up. But I, I want Freddie Freeman to get a hit off him. I don't want to boo the guy. He gave us a lot, Slee. A lot. What's going on with your boy Mookie? He'll be all right. Yeah, I'm I think gonna, he'll be all right. I'm going to keep saying that out loud. No, no I, I think he'll be okay. But <laughs> he'll be all right. He's, he's looked a little interesting to start off the year. Full Mookie during the pandemic, right? The, yep. the, the 2020 season where the yep. Dodgers won the World Series. Yep. That the argument when when I was doing the show with Key every day every day Key would come in here after Mookie would have two hits he did a home run he'd steal a base he'd rob a home run he was he was yeah. terrific and Key would say to me yeah he's you're telling me Trout's better than that and I would always say yes he is but we're getting close to the point where we can have a conversation is Mookie the best player in baseball since that season no hmm. and I'm gonna take the Trout piece out of it but since then Mookie has been good. But by Mookie Betts' standards, he has not been that guy since that first year. Got a hit today. But he's he's not impacted games no, he's, like he's, that. He's, he's, he's struggling. He's been a buck 90, a little all over the place at the plate. No, it's He's pressing, he's not which even, is weird. And he's not, it's not like he's, you know, sometimes guys are in a slump, but they're tagging the ball. He's not doing that either. Why Why press? You know, and I get it. Maybe it's just human nature that, you know, I'm, I am a 330 hitter and I'm batting 260 or whatever it is, and you're going to squeeze it a little bit harder, but... Dude, just just let your ability come through because yeah. he's extraordinary. I think so too, but it hasn't been a week or a month. It's been I know. the 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 season and, was and, not good last year. And it's impossible to not look at him and look at his numbers and say, No, no, no you gotta be come on, you gotta be in the conversation every single year as the best player in baseball. So anything less than that, you're he can hide a little bit only because of how stacked the roster is. 
But when you have that much money attached to one player, you're expecting something on a night-in-night-out basis. Debo Samuel, you can boo. Cooper Cup, you should not boo. They're going about this very differently. I'll tell you what I mean next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I like to be comfortable when I consume my food. <laughs> I, I guess so. Especially today, 420, definitely going to have some food in Why? bed. What happened today? <laughs> so you're gonna re, are you going to double down on the tacos? You mentioned that earlier in the show, that the tacos ta- bed tacos. I want to save this with Mace. Because Mace, I need to know more about how this works. Just the kind of the idea and the concept. Think about there's some food you just have to... We're not talking like this is easy. It's simple. There's a lot of work being done. There's utensils I, that need to be used. I don't know if there's any food that fits that criteria. That, that, there are things that are worse than others. Mm-hmm. Tacos, Emily, for instance. Chips you they're, can eat in they're bed. Very me- but chips are messy. There's crumbs. There's all the, the popcorn. Super cross talk. We'll talk about this for yeah, I, I, I just feel like the, t- the taco thing, Like you need your salsas. you got your lettuce or cabbage. You've got your meats. Can I tell you something, You've got Emily, your the moments. The moment Some video with that. You dip it in. <laughs> The moment salsa got on your bed, that that should have been it for you. That should have been your cannot have salsa verde. I, salsa verde end up on my comforter. Now, now, thankfully, this is not something that my wife and I disagree on. Yep. Okay, we we we're in we're in lockstep on most things. But like all married couples, there's some things that she likes that I don't, and vice mm-hmm. versa. I honestly think if I brought food into our bedroom, she'd start consulting attorneys. <laughs> I, I think it would be that big of a deal breaker. You know, she wants seventy five percent. She's not looking for fifty. And she'd have a case when when we went to the 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 family court and and she said, "Your Honor, this man brought ramen into bed." She'd be like, "Case, yes, you get you get full custody of the children. You get all of his assets. This is a crime. This has been an this this is an aggressive crime against your marriage. Unless it was funny. Judge Hebel, and therefore you." She would be. She would be put to jail. Yeah, Just kidding. That's pretty funny. No, it's uh, it's an aggressive play. Bringing bringing uh, some food. So no Debo's blue. coming over. Is that is that what you're? Debo wants out. Yeah. Debo wants out. Of Did I miss something? Why why does he want? What, what's so that's what the part have the Forty Niners done to not want to be kind of continue building a part of what they're doing. Okay, I, I'm I'm purely spitballing here. Okay, yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing. The, my only thing could be is. He doesn't want to play with either Jimmy G or Trey Lance. Then maybe he's looking at that. And again, by the way, Debo was pretty good with Jimmy G. He he was an incredibly effective player, at least against the Rams. Debo was everything. Yeah, was everything I mean he's a, he's a running back. So maybe he knows that Trey Lance is going to be their starting quarterback next season, and he doesn't see it. He doesn't want to play with a an inexperienced green quarterback. But look, we you've heard me say this a million times about the Rams. If I'm a player. Mm-hmm. After I get my money, number that's the number one thing I want. We'll get to that in a second with Cooper Cup. But after you've paid me, I want to go to a team that functions correctly. Of course. That has course. A, a general manager that knows how to build a roster. A head coach that knows how to implement that roster effectively. That knows how to use my skills to the best of their ability. 
San Francisco functions. Can I can I say something? Let's let's use it in more terms. Uh, everyday people, whatever company you work for, whatever business that you work for, don't you want to go to a company that you feel like okay, everybody's we got our ducks in a row here. These guys actually care about the employees. That when I walk into the office, I know what to expect. I know that that dude is that's the CEO, and I actually get to talk to him. And that's the general manager. I'm assuming in most of these NFL situations, NBA situations, you just want a work environment that you can sit back and say, yeah, this is a good environment. So you can kind of take it even out of the sports world, what you and I do day to day or what anybody else does. You want a good working environment. I thought Debo has that in San Francisco. I'm looking it up real quick here. I want, I want to see what it's his contractual situation is. He's playing for Washington. It's no, it's not. Like he's not playing he's, for or the, the Jets or exactly. Jaguars. He, he is in a functional organization mm-hmm. that was in the NFC Championship game last year, was in the Super Bowl two years before that. His, this, this team works. His contract, he's in the final year of his rookie contract. Uh, that, that, that's what it is. He, he wants to get paid, and he's afraid that they're not going to do it. I think they'll to pay him. I would think so. But, look, this kind of brings us back to Cooper Cup. Look at the wide receiver market and what's happened to it this mm-hmm. year, right? Devontae Adams leaves Aaron Rodgers. They trade him because he's going to get ready to get a, a huge deal and goes to the Raiders. Tyreek Hill leaves Patrick Mahomes to go to Miami to play with Tua. Who, Devontae like, Adams, $28.5 million per season. Tyreek okay. Thirty million per season. There you go. So big time numbers. Maybe he's looking at that. We see um, M- McLaurin from the Commanders mm-hmm. wants more money. AJ Brown for the Tennessee Titans yep. wants more money. There's the the wide receiver market has really spiked, and maybe he's looking at this, sees the lay of the land, and he wants out. Which brings me to this, Lee Cooper Cup. If anybody could be saying, "Uh, guys, yeah, um, I'm right here," mm-hmm. led the league in touchdowns. Led the league in catches, mm-hmm. led the league in yards, was the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, how about me? <laughs> right? It's a pretty compelling case. Quote, it's Cooper Cup. I'm not trying to beat anybody. I'm not trying to compare myself to anyone else. It's more about being in a place that's just right for both sides. Huh? Mm. What, what universe did we just walk into? That makes way too much sense. And that's great news as a Ram fan. It's great news if you're a Ram executive because if he was jumping up and down saying, pay me more than Tyreek Hill. I don't know who to compliment more. Do I compliment Cooper Cup more or do I compliment a Rams organization that has built something where a guy like Cooper Cup is like, guys, there's a bigger picture. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to make my money. But do I want to just make money or do I want to make money and potentially have a chance to win another Super Bowl here? So I, I look, it's interesting. I'm, 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 on both, I'm about on, on to this. say something that is super anti-team, mm-hmm. super anti just no, about everything that sports come up to. Because I'm I'm happy They're, the that teams he are going to look here. out for themselves. I, I I am happy that he wants to stay here. This feels like a really bad play for him. Mm-hmm. You you've already won the Super Bowl. You've already been the Super Bowl MVP. You play a sport that is insanely violent. Okay, you're you're a tackle away from it being a wrap. Sure, go get yours. A man. ball thrown a little too high in the go, middle. Safety go, coming go up. Go get yours. I don't. I, I hope it's here. I hope it's here with this team because that's the team that I root for. But my, I, I'm not taking one for the team in that league. But what 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 you say? Go get yours. You don't think he's going to get his? I think he's going to get his. He's he's look. They're not going to nickel and dime him to death. But what I'm saying but is, what, I, what I'm saying is, Tyreek Hill gets thirty. I need thirty-two. Mm-hmm. I'm better than Tyreek Hill. I've done more than Tyreek Hill. Okay, let me ask you a question. 
let's say that's what he does to the Rams. I, I want my 32. Whoever's making the most as a wide receiver in that position, I better make one million more on top of that. We've seen go. athletes do that before. Of course, all right? the time. Let's say there's a team out there that goes and decides. Let's say the Jets said, you know what? Cup, we're going to pay you. We're going to pay you 31 a year. Do you want to go play for the Jets at 31 a year? Or do you want 25? And I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to count somebody else's money, but I think there's something to, there's certain athletes, there's certain people where it, if it's, if it's just about money, that doesn't make that doesn't mean you're going to be happy in that situation. You're right. I think Cup is balancing something you're, that you're is incredibly important. It, 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 I get what he's doing, and I respect it. I'm just saying that what he is doing is pretty darn rare. That if if, if we're talking baseball and all the money's guaranteed or whatever, okay. Mm-hmm. If we're talking the NBA and all the money's guaranteed, and the odds of something really terrible happening are are significantly lower. NFL is a tough business, man. It is a tough, tough game. I would not begrudge Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, any of these guys from wanting to get what they want to get. It, it makes perfect sense to me, Slee. And, and that he doesn't, great. I'm, I'm here for it. I, I will give him a big hug and say thank you for being reasonable, but I would get it if he went the other way. This is why I say you got to give the Rams a little bit of credit. No question. Because No question. I think if he was on another team and it felt a little dysfunctional, Bellinger just got a double. Um, he's and it, smoking hot right and now. It, and it felt dysfunctional on a team that he's on. Happy 420 to him as oh, well. He's, this and guy, his family. I told you, 420, he woke up. He celebrated. He's been awake for a he while. Celebrated for a while. 3 p.m., he's going to bed. <laughs> he's going to bed at 3. He's not going to make it to the other 420. But I, I, I just think ultimately, that's a, if he was on a dysfunctional franchise – you know what he might be saying, and he had the numbers and the production he was saying? Go mm. pay me 31. <laughs> he just happens to be on a franchise that he feels, hey, I could keep growing here. I think you're right. The Rams deserve a ton of credit for that, a ton. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The Dump and Super, Super Allen, Super Crosstalk coming up next. You didn't tell me, uh, Taylor, yesterday that you were sitting in the right field pavilion with Kendrick Lamar. Did you, uh, did you guys trade numbers, get to know each other a little bit? It was more uh, right foul territory. Oh, you were on the yeah. other side. You weren't in the pavilion with no, Kendrick Lamar because no. apparently he was in the uh, the right field pavilion. Pavilion's kind of fun every once in a while. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm team behind one of the bases yeah. on lower level, preferably. Mm-hmm. But uh, the pavilion could be fun. Yeah, but should, you know what I love? Baseball, you gotta when you're up really high. That's yeah. kind of a tricky little. You know which deal. ones I love? Those dugout ones. Never done that. Ever been those? I've never done that. I, I would just, really I was like doing to. that more as a joke because I know that you, I'm, I'm making it sound like it's. You've casual. told me you've done it though, oh, right? Done it a couple times. Is it as good as it looks? It's stupid. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You go back to that dugout club. Uh huh. Pick one of your favorite restaurants. In and out. Pick a much more high-end <laughs> restaurant. Um, so the, the reason why I say Lowry's because Mastros. You, you, Mastros. There you go. You're walking in and out of Mastros. Use that as an example, right? Of course, it's not Mastros, but bro, everything you could think of: desserts, ice cream, Dodger dogs, peanuts. Oh no, no, I want real food. Every salad, every meat, every this, and then just go up eight or nine steps, and you're sitting. You're basically umpiring on the, the game. first on the first baseline. <laughs> 
Do you remember those? Oh, ML, you won't remember this because you're not you go old back enough to remember. Times and you watch eight minutes of the game. Do you remember those old Dodger Stadium seats that were sunken into the ground behind home plate? Do you remember those? No. There, there was it was the dugout club before what they have now. Okay, yeah. Where there yeah. was like literally a dugout behind home plate where it was mm. you, you. Oh, you could only see people's heads. Like I think just, I know just the about. heads. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I did it one time. It was super fun, but when the ball get hit up in the air, you couldn't see it. Because you're looking up, you'd see the roof of the canopy that so you're on. So this is what makes those seats so special. It's because you can walk back and forth and eat and drink whatever you want. A full freaking bar. That's what makes the seat so Nachos special. Nachos were just cheese. Nachos were just <laughs> cheese. No jalapenos. So it's literally just but cheese hey, and chips. I'm a woman of the people. I sit in the reserve section, just like Kendrick Lamar, who uh, sat with the people. So I think this is. The, you guys are being a little bougie no, right no, now. Here, here's the reality. You, you can, for me personally, when it comes to baseball, um, there are not too many seats you can't sit at and say, this is a great freaking time. At Dodger Stadium, that's true. At other places, it's not. Do- Dodger Stadium, the sight lines at Dodger Stadium are much better but than But I think it's the places. concept of just you're at a game, you're chilling. It's it's such a relaxed atmosphere. I think it's more to do with the sport, which is why we need to uh, speed up the game a little bit. So when uh, I threw out the first pitch at the Angel game Damn right you did. a million years ago, yep. the, the guys that invited me to do it yep. were, were really cool. They, and they said, hey, you know, Invite all your friends and family. You know, we'll, we'll cover tickets for everybody. No, literally, we have so many tickets it, available. Nobody's it, coming out to the game. It was literally invite whoever you want. Mm-hmm. We will we will cover. Awesome. And so I'm calling my buddies, and, and yeah. I, I was coaching Little League at the time and told some of the dads, like, hey, if you want to bring your son, you know, it might be kind of neat for them to, to get to see this. They were basically on top of the foul pole. <laughs> Like, for all they knew, it was Jared Weaver throwing out the first pitch. <laughs> and, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody because it was That's really awesome. nice for them to of do course it. it is, yeah. But it was just like, you could, is that Travis? I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it is. The fact that I had three numbers on my jersey probably was a, was an indicator. You and I will do dugout club soon. I don't if know you're how. buying. I don't know how. Be my guess. You and I will do dugout club soon. Johnny Juzang is going back to UCLA, uh, I should say. I saw that. Is declaring for the NBA draft. Yep. He is. Uh, he's going to leave. He's going to go uh, play a little NBA basketball. And th- this is a this is a great example. Right when you get to kind of know a dude, I know they're, they're gone. gone. That's the downside. What's up, Mace? College basketball. What's up? Man? Join us for a little uh, super crosstalk slash That's dunk March. along the way. That's March Madness. Uh, yeah, March Madness. Just when you start. Just to when know you start somebody, to get they're it. gone. Yes, they're gone. Just like that. How uh, how you doing today on a four twenty? Yeah, everything's great, man. Yeah? we're getting ready for tomorrow. Ooh, three hour marathon. Are you kidding me? Have, have you ever done that before? Never. Three hours without commercials. Nothing. Okay, can yeah. you walk us walk us through this? So, what happened here? Uh, are you and just kind of the idea and the concept doing three straight hours? We got a chair for you today, John. Well, we did. <laughs> we we uh, we were looking for something cool that hasn't been done before. I've never done this. We were originally talking about Guinness Book of World Records, right? Mm. This is not a world record that we're going to do tomorrow, but it is really, really, really. And we started emailing last night. Very That's tough. A long three time. hours. Yeah, no commercials. Nothing straight through. I think we have more stuff than time to do it. We now. did plan really? a lot. Now. Yeah, we do. So is it just bits? Is it you guys just going to hammer from one topic well, to the we'll next? Do our normal Mostly. stuff. Yeah. But okay, you need a to, lot of bits. You need to use a restroom. Just Somebody go. One just, of us goes, yeah, just goes. the other one stays, okay. holds it down. Uh, that's yeah. reasonable. I mean, we have four people that are talking. We may not even mention it if when somebody walks out. Yeah. The, the, We've I, done 24 hours straight before, but I, that I was with Brady. So. With commercials. I, thought, I yeah. remember you guys doing that. was a big oh A's gosh. Angels series back yep. when we were doing all the Angel games. And so it started <laughs> Friday at 6. The Angel pregame show started. <laughs> so we went on the air Thursday at 3 and just stayed on the air. 
for 24 hours. How punchy does it get by it's hour very punchy. 10 we did or 11? Thing. We had for the overnight hours. So when we hit midnight, from like mm-hmm. midnight to 6 a.m., we had listeners co-host. And so idea. they would come in, and yeah. some of them were like super prepared. Really, we were shocked. People were driving off the freeway and bringing us coffee. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, oh it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah, no, it's fine. Even at three a.m., there were people. Some woman came with clothes for Mason's dog. Mason, one of his dogs. <laughs> oh, I remember God. they put My, the which one? Poor in, dog Hollis. Hollis in a sweater and a sweater for yeah. that night. Yeah, although it was chilly. It was chilly. And then the wait, 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 wait. You guys were outside. Yeah, we were yeah, outside. Outside. Oh, you left that Angel part Stadium. Out. Yeah. yeah, in a tent. But it was June. Okay. Yeah. No, it was actually still outside at 3 o'clock in the morning. September. Yeah, Yeah. September. What do you think, Slee? You want to do an outdoor show at 3 a.m.? I think we did a half hour straight, and I'm like, I I need a breather. How about about a 24-hour Lakers pregame show? That's that's probably not good for anybody. I think he does it anyway. Yeah. I think you just just keep it going until the next one starts. Stanley Johnson. Absolutely. Just keep that thing rolling. So I heard you talking about weddings. Yeah. Are you team wedding? I just went to one. I am I not weddings. Saturday. I am not team wedding. I love going to weddings. Oh, I can't stand you just went to weddings. weddings. Why? No, I, it was a beautiful wedding. It was in Puerto Rico. I loved it. Congratulations to Matt and Kate. But I can't stand. First of all, you got to dress up. Secondly, but you never dress up. So what's, what's the not harm really in one day? Good. Has anybody ever? Oh, the food was great at this. Has one. anybody one. ever good? You've had a good meal at a wedding. Oh, this, the food. The food was fantastic at this place. So I have two, the two things at a wedding that are the only things I. I really don't remember. know anybody. I don't think anybody ever remembers the food. So to your point, I haven't had a great meal where like it's the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. But I've also really don't remember anything. Was the bar open? Yeah. yeah. What was the music like? Those are the two things. Yeah, you remember. Good, good. The music. Right? But here's the, the other thing I hate is it's a big round table, right? <laughs> so you can really only talk to the person next to you. Then you start trying to talk to that guy. And you can't there. hear him. Can't hear nice anything. Nice to meet you. It's like it's so awkward socially. If you, I'm more, and then I, I don't want to dance at a wedding. I'm more okay. with I'm more with Mace on this. If it's a close friend, it's different. But damn, when you feel like you're getting dragged into a wedding, yeah, like yeah. you got to go to it. I'm with you. It almost becomes it's a like, chore. but it's a license to enjoy things that maybe but, you uh, don't me, typically enjoy, so, like uh, dancing. Trav, how old are you? Fifty. Slee, thirty-nine. Okay, so Slee, you're in the window now where you're gonna. If it hasn't happened already, you're going to stop getting wedding invitations. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go through a period of about 10 years, and then you start getting the second wedding. (laughs) Second weddings are far more casual. Right. A little looser. By the way, second weddings sometimes are maybe 15, 20 people. Well, by the way, way more fun. A second wedding is way more fun than the first one. because. And I heard Funch talking about this. Funch sounds thrilled about his own wedding. He's like, I'm doing it for her. I'm doing it for if sure. If you it really should, want to get married, should, I'll should, do it. Should it work really, out great. Yeah. It really is her day, right? Uh, it's of course always it is. her day. Of course it is. Oh, that's how excited it was for I the Godfather. Up, Emily, up until this very moment, all right, everything about you since you've joined this show, I've liked. I think you have a great personality. I think okay. you're great. Um, the fact that she's like Mason and she eats in bed, it's, deal breaker. It's appalling. Absolute it's deal breaker. Absolutely we just want to be comfortable. Weird. It is. It is. We want to enjoy ourselves. Trav never has is eaten it, in bed. Never. Is there? Never. Is, and is my it, wife might leave me. If I, I John, I said that. I said that ten minutes ago. I said my wife and I are celebrating our twenty fifth anniversary this summer. Congratulations. Okay, 20, yeah, 25 years. Congratulations. Thank you very much. 
If I showed up with a bowl of ramen in bed tonight, she'd be in a lawyer's but office tomorrow morning. Mason does it nightly. <laughs> no, I mean every, like he doesn't eat at a night. table. Do you draw the, sound is, is there, really is there anything that you draw the line as far Wait, as? Wait, hold kind on of a food? second. I've eaten a porterhouse in bed. <laughs> and, and by the way, no Your favorite dish. No tray table, right. Slate. No, no tray table. He just he puts the plate the right in his lap. The sheets and the the yeah, okay, look like, like a crime scene. Things splatter, correct? Like it just happens. I mean, you know what? If it does, you can get it in the morning. I just I get that in the morning. I want to. I want to make sure everybody heard because we were all kind of talking at the same time. Emily just accused me of being uptight because I won't eat a meal in my bed. And John, <laughs> you're not eating ribs uptight. in bed. <laughs> okay, but a little uptight. Emily, I Emily difference between you and Mace. Mace eats Ireland. nightly in bed. Yeah. Do you? Night. Most nights. Really. Well, because I, okay, I don't have a good relationship with my roommates, and so I don't eat in the kitchen. Sometimes I'll eat on our porch out front, and then sometimes I'll eat on my chair in my room. But sometimes I come back, I coach water polo in the evening, I come back at like 9 p.m., I just want to eat in bed. Ben, you don't want to be around the other people, so you, yeah. But is there a desk in your room? There is not a desk in my room. Is there a chair? Is there a box? I eat my chair sometimes, and sometimes I'll eat on the floor, sometimes I'll eat in my bed. Lindsay used to have a similar issue where she just had a quirky roommate and she couldn't wait to dump them you you just said emily that you're not crazy about your roommates do you have are you tied to a lease by the way do they listen I, <laughs> they, they do not listen i can guarantee you that but uh i'm ti- i'm not tied to the lease but i don't want to move again i hate moving and i, I you hate moving so much <laughs> that you will live with people you dislike <laughs> yes. and eat in your bed before you'll move yes yeah, it seems like poor and i like my place I, I like my neighborhood it's also fall Somebody was eating at her. I, I actually feel like we, like the four of us should said pass a hat. Get Emily I'm, moved. If we paid for your move, okay. Would you hold, move? No, hold on. We're, we're, we're skipping the Maybe. most important question. Yeah. Sponsorship. Ad Let's ad. say you had a great relationship with your roommates. Yeah. Would you still eat in bed? Uh, occasionally, but not all the time. So it's that's not the issue, right? <laughs> right. I probably so eat I, standing well, up in my, my kitchen. Life is about being comfortable. I heard right? from I dress comfortable. That's what Emily said. That same thing. It's funny, Mace. You got. Your layout at your house, like yeah. you got. There's plenty of room. Great places in non-bedroom. Yeah, in your living cool, room. Your meal. living room has a view of the street. Yeah, it's great. Really cool mid-century <laughs> dinner table. You have a great room. backyard. That backyard, backyard patio is you have a beautiful a spot. Table? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Have you seen my 